Are you looking to learn more about investing in the central Indiana real estate market? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Indie Real Estate Investing Podcast with TNH Realty, where we discuss all things related to investing in the central Indiana real estate market. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Indie Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Tallman with TNH Realty. We are a residential property management company that services the central Indiana market. With me once again today is our lead real estate agent, Devin Hicks. Welcome back, Devin. Thank you. Happy to be here again. Yeah, we recorded a podcast a while back, Devin, if you remember, it wasn't long ago. And we did a pretty thorough rundown of Anderson, Indiana, because we wanted to start this series of dif different areas around central Indiana where people may consider investing. And we started with Anderson because I think you'll agree, we see opportunity there. We see value there. You're able to have some success there. So we thought it made sense to start there. But at the end of the day, people love to talk about Indianapolis. And from an investor's perspective, when they when people think about investing in Indiana, Indianapolis, I'm guessing, Devin, is the first place people talk about. Yep, most definitely. It every pretty much every call that comes in or anyone that reaches out at Indianapolis is kind of the the starting point. And then, you know, we kind of get to talking about how how big kind of the central Indiana market is. And then we kind of start discussing some of the more outlying areas. But Indianapolis is is usually the conversation starter for sure. Right. Because people come here searching for cash flow, cap rates, whatever, you know, they can find because it's there's a lot of Let's face it, there's a lot of national press about Indianapolis is still a good place to invest. And so it makes sense. So we thought we'd spend some time today really drilling in to the townships first in, in central Indiana or Indianapolis, and then also drilling into some of those neighborhoods within those townships. And before we started, just a couple of things. One, Devin, you've spent a lot of time developing content around what we're going to talk about. Right. So we have blogs and, and content pages within our website that go into all these different areas in a lot of detail. We'll put links to those in our show notes. So we encourage you to, to bookmark that if you want to come back to it. And secondly, today is September 11th, 2023. Our market has been going up and down and all over the place in the last several months. So the numbers that we're going to give you today will likely change quickly. So if you happen to be listening to this podcast, you know, in 2026, 2027, these numbers aren't going to make, a, aren't going to be relevant anymore. But the reality is the township names are probably going to be the same. Uh, their locations will be the same. So we thought we'd spend a little time getting into some details here surrounding central Indiana. So one of the new things we're doing today is this, we're going to try to put this out on YouTube. We think it makes sense to have this as more of a visual podcast. We've never done this, Devin. So I want to start sharing my screen now so people can get an idea of what we mean when we talk about the different townships in central Indiana. So a good way to think about Indianapolis is it's divided up through nine townships and think of it like a tic-tac-toe board, right? They're not, they're, these aren't perf perfect squares. Some of them, if you look at like Perry Township, isn't even really a square, but it, it should give people a good idea of kind of what Indianapolis looks like from a township standpoint. 
So I thought we could start like any tac- tic-tac-toe player, Devin, with, with Center Township. It's named appropriately. It's right in the center of our city. And we're going to start there. And I want to throw out some numbers to you, Devin. And then I want to have you get into some more details surrounding all of these townships. So Center Township is our most populated township. If you think about it this way, if you took Center Township's population, which happens to be 152,629, this was as of a 2021 census. But if you took that population and made it its own city, it would be the third largest city in Indiana. So there are a lot of lot of people, high density township, like all city centers are throughout the country. But the interesting thing about Center Township, it's, it's extremely diverse. So we get some of our highest price per square foot sales in, in Center Township. We probably get some of our lowest price per square foot sales in Center Township. So just some quick numbers, Devin, I'll let you take over and and give us some more information about Center Township. But the median household income, again, this is as of 2021, was the lowest in Indianapolis, which was, and that is $45,208. There are 85,823 housing units. That is obviously the highest in um, Indianapolis. The owner-occupied percentage, which is something we'll be talking about with all of our townships, I think is pretty interesting. It's only 46%. So only 46% of those housing units are owner-occupied meaning the rest are rental properties. And then the median sales price for single family homes, this is year to date. This is one number we did get updated. Rosie spent a lot of time getting these numbers to me uh, over the last few days. That is 179,900, well below the average. So Devin, talk about Center Township. We manage more homes in Center Township than any township that we have, but give people some, some details from your perspective, investing, that sort of thing on Center Township. Sure. Yeah. Kind of like you alluded to, it is very diverse. So there's some really, really nice neighborhoods. There's what I would consider up and coming neighborhoods. And then there's some neighborhoods that I probably wouldn't get out of my car. So Mm -hmm. it kind of hits the whole spectrum there. I would say since I've been in this role, I have not done a ton of business there as far as helping investors buy there for whatever that reason is. I'm not sure. I I think since I've been in this role heavily, it's been more since COVID. So I think people kind of started looking outside of the city and wanting to get in some of the the nicer, better areas with the better school districts. So I honestly haven't done a ton on the buy side there. You know, there are a couple of the neighborhoods there that that are really kind of taking off that have seen a lot of improvements and I think are kind of hot topics in the investor forums and everything right now is kind of the Garfield Park, Bean Creek neighborhoods. Historically, they were pretty run down, just kind of junky neighborhoods. They do have really close proximity to the interstate on some of the streets. So kind of just has had more of a rundown industrial feel, but we helped a, an investor buy one over there earlier this year. And, you know, it, it was a three, two, 1300 square foot house. He, he got it for 155,000 uh, and it was already rented for 1300. So nice. when you think of a neighborhood that up until fairly recently has been kind of on the run downside. 1300 is a pretty, it's a pretty solid rent to, to get for a property. And, you know, it was already leased, didn't have to do any work to it. So, you know, definitely opportunities there for sure. And I, I do think there's some other neighborhoods like Christian Park, I think is seeing a lot of gentrification and some of those streets over there that 
probably five, six years ago would not have recommended. Now there's, there's some pockets over there that um, I drive through and, and, you know, go look at houses for, for potential buys and, and things like that. So I definitely think there's um, some, some neighborhoods over there that are really seeing some improvement and could, could have good opportunity and long-term value for sure. But you do still have to be careful because it is spotty and kind of, kind of hit or miss still. Right. Yeah. As you mentioned, a lot of investors like the newer housing stock and that, isn't necessary. I mean, there's new construction going on in Center Township. I live in Center Township. We walk through, you know, downtown all the time and there's construction projects going on all the time. They're not big scale projects like you might see going on in like Westfield, Indiana. Now they're not, they're not building 200 home neighborhoods in Center Township, but they are filling in like vacant lots and things like that. Slowly, small, little, maybe 12, 15 unit type townhome structures. But you're right. It's an older, generally speaking, the housing stock is older. Investors do like that suburban stuff. And so we don't see a lot of a lot of activity from an investor standpoint. We manage some of our highest price rentals. We do manage our in-center township. And like I say, we do manage a high concentration of properties, but it's not for everybody, right? It's for, for people that are maybe looking for value, long-term appreciation, things like that. So- mm-hmm. All right, let's move up. Let's start top left then. That's going to take us into Pike Township. Pike Township has a population of 82,446 people. Median household income is just over $60,000. There's about 36,639 housing units. 56% of those are owner-occupied. And the median sales price, uh, this is year-to-date in Pike Township, is 240600 So, Devin, we have a decent amount of homes in Pike Township. Give me, give us some details on your thoughts. Yeah, I like Pike Township a lot. I pulled the average rent. I just kind of pulled from the last twelve months is a little over sixteen hundred dollars a month. So you get a pretty, pretty solid average rent over there for kind of you know I'd say bang for your buck for for what you know you're paying for properties over there. There are a lot more of kind of more of the vinyl village 90s 80s you kind of have a little bit more opportunity to get out of the the really old houses and and kind of try to mitigate some of those more expensive uh, maintenance issues so yeah i like pike township a lot it's, it's a very popular rental area average days on market the last year was under 30 just under 30 so it's there's a lot of demand there i think it's a pretty pretty decent school district as well as far as Indianapolis goes. So yeah, and I know, I think within the last year, I believe it was, can't remember exactly, but one of the houses we helped a client buy, really, really nice kind of, you know, 90s vinyl village house, three bed, two bath, 1200 square feet. We, they bought it for 190, you know, didn't have to put a cent into it. Basically it was super updated, really nice. And we leased it for $1,400 in two days. So Mm. yeah. Yeah, Pike Township does have a lot of a lot of demand from a rental market perspective. There's no doubt about it. We like managing up there because it is generally pretty easy to rent. So let's move along then. Next to Pike Township, just above Center Township, is Washington Township. Washington Township is the home of TH Realty. That's where our office offices are. Extremely, extremely popular township to live in. There's 137,996 people that live in Washington Township. Again, I think if you pulled Washington Township out, it would be the probably the fourth largest city in Indiana. There's just it's a very popular place to live. 
Median household income is 77,542,000. There's 65,866 housing units, 61% of those are owner-occupied, and it has the median, I guess, at least through this year, year-to-date through August, again, the highest sales, median sales price, which is $315,000. We manage a lot of properties in Washington Township, Devon. It's home to Broad Ripple. It's home to Meridian Kessler. There's just a lot of great things about Washington Township. Kind of give us your perspective from an investor standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fun fact, I live in Washington Township. So yeah. we we live more in kind of a, a suburban neighborhood, not not anywhere near Broad Ripple or anything like that. But but yeah, again, Washington Township is not one that I've worked a ton in on the buy side. And I just think the better areas are expensive to get in. You know, we're not Broad Ripple is already so established, so desirable. It's it's hard to buy a rental property that's going to make sense, you know, in that neighborhood. I will say a little bit more luck maybe on the multifamily side. We, you know, not directly in Broad Ripple, but in some kind of the surrounding areas, we've had some luck with more on the multifamily side, I would say. So definitely a lot of opportunity there. But again, some pretty variable neighborhoods, you know, like you have Broad Ripple, which is kind of your trendy bar, restaurant, nightlife, shops kind of area. And then my neighborhood is a very quiet, big trees on the cul-de-sac kind of typical suburban neighborhood. So you kind of have the the whole spectrum there as well. But there are a couple neighborhoods that I like because, you know, the it's very block by block still mm-hmm. as well. So there, there is still some opportunity, I think, to to buy on some blocks and streets that are are definitely turning and and seeing some good improvement. And and we did that for a client this year. Bought a property that's kind of over by the Indiana State Fairgrounds, actually, mm-hmm. which you know definitely still spotty, some kind of sketchy <laughs> sketchiness still going on in some of those streets. But but yeah, you know, this particular street, it was kind of like 70, 30, 70% of the houses had been flipped or rehabbed. And so you could definitely tell it was heading in the right direction. So they got a killer deal on it. We got it for 135, a little three bed, one bath, you know, rented it for 1100. They put a little bit of work into it, but it's probably, you know, with the little bit of work they put into it, it they it was probably already worth 160, 170. So they already had quite a bit of equity. And I think those values are going to continue to trend up as, as those blocks kind of continue to, to trend up to, to, you know, to keep up with some of the the better areas that are already established in Washington township. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. A, it's a great township. You're right. I mean, you, Washington township starts generally speaking at 38th street for people that you know, know our city a little bit and it goes up to 96th street. And as you go, you know, so there's still opportunities in those Southern streets. You mentioned the state fairgrounds. My wife and I have been going the last several years and we always have always come in off fall Creek. Right. So, and, but we got a tip from Cynthia in our office here saying, Hey, go, go 46th streets. It's easier. So we did that this year. And so I hadn't been in that those areas, those Southern Washington township streets and in quite a while. And it is interesting to see, like, there's so much, not only refurbishment, but like new construction. Like I mentioned, that's kind of happening in, in like, you know, center township where it's, they're tearing a house down, which they can do. Washington township is not a protected area. Although I think Megan Kessler may have some, some covenants and things like that. But generally speaking, you can, you can, you know, tear a house down in, in Washington township and build new. And we're seeing that 
particularly around the state fairgrounds areas. There's some really nice homes. That's, again, not an area you'd want to be several years ago, but block by block, those things are are coming back and it's it's interesting to see. So, mm-hmm. all right. Next to Washington Township, top right of our of our city is Lawrence Township. Lawrence has a population of 121,753, median household income of 65,706. There's 54,696 housing units. 63% of those are owner occupied in the median sale price through August of this year in Lawrence Township was 260,000. 500. Lawrence Township, Devin, you saw, I lived there for a long time. Kids went through school there. Give us your perspective on Lawrence Township. Yeah. So Lawrence Township is another one that's kind of interesting. It's kind of has a very clear divide of areas that you would want to be in and areas that you might not want to be in. So it's kind of interesting. There's kind of a, you know, I won't, I won't specifically mentioned street names so so I don't mm-hmm. get in trouble for steering here but but yeah there's if you drive north to south up and down Lawrence Township you will definitely see a difference so you do have some some parts of Lawrence Township that are very high crime a lot of a lot of violent crime a lot of drug crime unfortunately um, a lot of poverty so you do have that section of Lawrence Township. However, once you do start getting into um, the more northern part of Lawrence Township, you have some absolutely beautiful, amazing areas, some great neighborhoods. We I feel like we manage quite a bit in Lawrence Township. We do. And so it's also one of those areas that is a very, very popular rental area, pretty well-rated and I think award-winning school district for, mm-hmm. for some things. So, but yeah, and you have, you know, you have Castleton over there, which is a very popular kind of shopping destination. One of our, our malls is over there. You have Geist, which is an absolutely beautiful reservoir that we have. You can rent boats and, you know, you have beautiful multi-million dollar mansions um, up there on the lake. And there's another lake called Indian Lake. So there's Fort Harrison State Park is there. So there's a lot of really neat um, things in Lawrence Township that make it desirable. And yeah, and I know it's, it's we tend to have really good luck when we uh, put anything on the market to lease there as well. The most recent property that I can, that I could find that we helped a client buy um, it was up more in the northern part of part of Lawrence Township, it, kind of a, a vinyl village house. Again, we manage, I feel like probably five to seven houses in in this one neighborhood. So it's kind of a popular rental neighborhood. But the client purchased it for one hundred and ninety five thousand. It was a three two and a half fourteen hundred square foot kind of two level house, and we leased it for fourteen. 1400 pretty quickly. So mm-hmm. the average rent there right now is is hovering around 1500. So pretty, pretty solid numbers there too. Yeah. I mean, like you mentioned, Lawrence is a very diverse township, like most of our townships are. It has that Southern border on 38th street, which borders Warren township, which we'll talk about here in a minute. But yeah, I mean, but as you go further North, as you mentioned, Geish Reservoir has built up and again, some very high dollar properties sell on Geist. So, but you're right. We've had like Pike and like a lot of other townships, we've had a lot of good luck over the years getting stuff rented in Lawrence Township. So, okay, let's jump down a rung. Let's go to the kind of the middle townships here, um, starting on the left, and that is Wayne Township, home of the Indianapolis 500 Motor Speedway. 
population of Wayne Township is 147,393. Median household income, pretty low, 51,841. There's 63,179 housing units. 52% of those are owner-occupied. And the median uh, house sale price for homes through August of this year was 181500 So, Devin, your impressions of Wayne Township? Yeah, Wayne Township is is definitely interesting. There is a large chunk of Wayne Township that is still very kind of industrial, hasn't really been built up yet. So kind of some some odd areas over there still for sure. You know, the Indianapolis 500 takes place over there, which is pretty cool. The Speedway is over there. So that's obviously a massive attraction. A lot, you know, a lot of that that area is kind of built around race race day honestly i will say one interesting thing that got announced i think it was two springs ago now but there is an alonco headquarters that broke ground it's going to be getting built over there so the trajectory of that is thinking that that area is going to explode once once that kind of really gets going it's going to connect to downtown so there is potential that part of Indy is is just going to home values and population is is gonna really see a big change with with that and all the jobs that it's going to bring and things like that but yeah I feel like we do quite a bit in Wayne Township as well there's some pretty affordable real estate over there I would say and the the rent to price ratios are probably one of the better I, I would say if I had to to say it off the top of my head I know the average rent right now is hovering around a little over 1300. So, but yeah, I have some, some neighborhoods like Chapel Glen, Westwood that are are actually really nice kind of established neighborhoods, kind of the eighties style mm-hmm. houses. You do have some definitely kind of more rougher neighborhoods around there still too. Like, like I mentioned, kind of just feel like they haven't been built up and kind of just sandwiched with some weird industrial things. The airport is obviously right over there as well. So I know a lot of the, a lot of people, that's probably a, a big job contributor to, to that area. But, but yeah, one of the example of our property that we helped buy over there was a, a pretty small three bed, one and a half bath. It's on a little under a thousand square feet. So it's a pretty small little house, really cute, updated. It was older. I think it was a, a 1930s build, but they got it for 123,000 and we, we leased it for 1150. So mm-hmm. that's a pretty, you know, pretty low capital investment there. So. Right. Yeah. I think you're right about Wayne Township. You know, it's the Speedway is an amazing part of our city. I mean, we're, you know, it's, it's one of the main reasons people know about Indianapolis is the, is the Indianapolis 500. And, but at the same time, it's how many people want to live right around the Speedway. It's, it's an unbelievably congested area to go multiple times a year, but I, to their credit, they have done an incredible job of building up some infrastructure over there through very cool restaurants. I know club, you know, places to shop, things like that. And I heard a lot of that investment is coming from actually some race car drivers, like they're Mm. investing in Speedway, Indiana to bring those people into it. So it's a fun place to be on race week. It's not necessarily a fun place to live, I don't think, on race week because there's just so much traffic and congestion. There's over 300,000 people I think that pour into that little area, you know, during during race race week and that can be a little off-putting I think if you if you have to deal with that and, and live there. But 
All right, let's jump across Center Township. Next township, this is in the middle right. That is Warren Township. Warren Township has a population of a little over 105,000. Median household income is 54,248. There's just over 43,000 housing units in Warren Township. Owner-occupied percentage, surprised me, is 59%. Um, and the median sale price through August of this year in Warren Township is $200,000. So, Devin, we do a ton of Warren. Your Your impressions of Warren Township. Yeah. So, you know, when I'm talking with investors and and we get talking about Warren Township, it's definitely not one of my favorite. It's not going to be at the top of my list to recommend. It's, I think, a very firm C-class area mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. That's a definite investment strategy. However, I will say just from my experience, what I've seen, things will rent. There's very high rental demand. So you can probably get your your 1% rule potentially or close to it. So you can probably get, you know, a good cash flow there. However, what I see a lot from just even our experience leasing is tenants over there are very hard on the properties a lot of times. So we see a lot of turnover, a lot of expensive turnovers. So at the end of the day, it seems like your cash flow just kind of get gets wiped out. So even if you, mm. you think you're getting a good deal, I would say it's it's not one of the better areas for long term investing, and in my opinion, just just from what I've seen, it it, it does fit that C class narrative, I would say. But but again, there are some some nicer neighborhoods over there. Heather Hills is one we manage a few properties in that has a very different feel than a lot of Warren Township. I would say it definitely has a nicer, more established feel than some some of the other neighborhoods. So there definitely are areas that that have some nicer house houses and I know Community Heights is also a neighborhood in Warren Township that I think has some long-term potential. It's kind of inching closer over closer to downtown a little bit. So it has more of that urban feel, but that's an area it, there's a big hospital over there. So I think there there could be a lot of opportunity there if it continues to to keep improving that I think um I, I have been more kind of recommending that neighborhood specifically for for that reason, kind of the the long-term potential of of values improving. And I think there could be opportunity for, you know, kind of midterm traveling nurse housing, things like that due to that big hospital being over there. So that is one neighborhood that that I like. And then one of the properties that we helped over there is actually it's not in Irvington, which is a very kind of trendy, desirable neighborhood, but right outside Irvington. So, you know, pretty, pretty solid there because you kind of get the proximity to to that area. But it was just a two bedroom, one bath, and they paid $135 for it. They put a little little money into it and at least for twelve hundred. So for a two bedroom to rent for twelve hundred is is pretty good, I think. Yeah. You know, we didn't talk about this beforehand, but is, does it surprise you that Warren Township has 59%, nearly 60% of owner occupied? It's higher than, you know, several townships uh, that we've already spoken about, higher than Wayne. Um, it's gonna be higher than some we're going to talk about, but I guess there's just, you know, some, like you mentioned, there's a big hospital over there. You mentioned some neighborhoods that maybe just have a high concentration of people who live there for a long time, but that's, does that surprise you? Almost 60% of the homes over there are owner-occupied? It does. I will say yes, just, but I think I'm, have a little bit biased perspective since I'm really only dealing with the rental side of things, but, but yeah, you know, just the, um, the sheer amount of properties that we manage over there, that definitely that number is surprising. 
Yeah. I mean, you mentioned Irvington. Irvington's a great, a great place to live. You know, it's, it has, has, a, has a really good reputation. And so, yeah. Okay. Let's jump down the final rung, bottom rung, let's say in Indianapolis townships, bottom left is Decatur Township. It is our smallest township of only 36,432 people that live there. Median household income of just over 63,000, just 13,754 housing units, 64% of which are owner occupied and with a medium sales price through August of this year of 240,000. Devin, your impressions of Decatur Township. Yeah, this is, I would say I've probably dealt the least with this mm-hmm. township. If I, I really, it took me, I had to really dig to find a property that we helped purchase here. So yeah, I'd say I'm the least familiar with, with this township just because I've dealt with the least amount of properties there. It Honestly, I feel like it really, it, it has a very similar feel to Wayne Township, in my opinion, mm-hmm. as far as the types of properties. So it, it kind of just feels kind of almost like a continuation of Wayne Township to me with the difference that I think, I think Wayne Township is considered a little bit better of a school district from what I hear. But yeah, so I would say I haven't done a ton there. I, I think Camby is probably the most known kind of little area of Decatur Township and probably what we manage the most in if I had to guess. But but yeah, you know, average rent is really good there too. It's 1543. So it's mm-hmm. a pretty solid average rent for for the last year. But the the only property that I could find within about the last year and a half that we helped a client buy uh, was a little three two ranch, eleven hundred square feet, minimal work needed, but it we leased it for for thirteen hundred. So right. you know, definitely not not horrible, but but yeah, that that's definitely an area that we I would say we don't do as much in compared to a lot of the other townships. Yeah, it's just smaller. There's a lot fewer houses, but there is a lot of development going on in there in, in Decatur Township. And well, I'm just curious. I think that township is probably set to grow and grow and grow more as you know because I, there's more opportunities to build homes in, in Decatur Township than other townships in Indianapolis. So, okay, moving on. Just across from Decatur Township, borders up to the east is Perry, uh, Perry Township. Perry, 121,000 people, median household income of just over 55,000. Uh, there's 54,463 housing units, 56% of which are occupied. And the median sales price through August of this year in Perry Township was $235,000. So Devin, your impressions of Perry Township? Yeah, I like Perry Township a lot. I it's pretty much across the board, a really nice area. There's maybe a couple little pockets that aren't perfect, but generally speaking, it's, it's a pretty nice area. It's has a a very more rural feel in my opinion. It's a lot of the properties are more spaced out. So you kind of get that, that feel a little bit more. University of Indianapolis is technically not in Perry township, but it's it might as well be. It's it's mm-hmm. it's right there. So that's you know a big thing there as well. It's a smaller private university here. My husband went there, so I we lived right there when I first moved to Indianapolis and and loved it. So it's it's a really solid area. It is pricier for sure. People are willing to pay, especially owner occupants are willing to pay to live there because Perry Township is is a pretty good school district. So it's it's tougher on the investment side. I would say, but you know, you have Southport down there, which is a really nice neighborhood, Buffalo Creek. Uh, we manage, you know, quite a few in Buffalo Creek, I would say, but, but yeah, overall I like Prairie Township. I think 
from what I've seen, it takes a little bit longer to rent things there. Days on market are a little bit higher. I'm not sure what that reasoning may be, but I do find things don't rent quite as quickly there as compared to some of the other townships from, from our experience. Um, but yeah, I, I, the, the best I think example I could find was actually a duplex that we helped some clients buy their really nice brick kind of seventies ranch duplex on, on a nice lot in a really nice kind of, like I said, almost a little bit more rural feeling neighborhood, but yeah, you know, it was, it's two, one each side and they paid two twenty for it for a duplex. And, you know, we leased, I think one side was already rented at nine ninety five, and then we leased the other side for ten fifty. So mm-hmm. that was a, a pretty, pretty good buy to, to get a duplex for less than what the, you know, a median, single family goes for. So, right. All right. And then to wrap it up, bottom right corner is Franklin Township. Franklin's smallish too. It's a second lowest population of 65,788. Median household income though is the highest of 87,255. There's only 22,275 housing units, 77% of which are owner occupied. That is clearly the highest. And that's the second highest sales price. We have a medium sales price of single family homes through August of this year in Franklin Township of 299900 That is right at the average for central Indiana. Franklin Township is considered a very popular township. Your impressions of, of Franklin? Yeah, Franklin Township is great. I would say it would probably be my my number one vote out of all of them. If you're looking for a stable investment, I'd say in everyone kind of has differing opinions, but I think on paper and just from, you know, what locals think, I'd say it, it is probably the best school district out of all of them. So that's a huge plus, you know, anywhere that has a good school district is usually a pretty, pretty good place to invest. People are going to want to live there and they do. So it is a little bit tougher to buy there. I will say just because you are you do compete against owner occupants wanting wanting their kids in that school district. So can be a tougher market to, to penetrate, but I absolutely think it's worth worth it. Arlington Acres is is a is a neighborhood there that we manage a lot, a lot, mm-hmm. probably double digit properties in at this point. So I know one we helped a client purchase in there last year. It's a, tiny little three bed, one bath, 900 square feet. He got it for 169, which was a great, a great value. I still honestly can't believe we got it for that. Really didn't need any work and at least for 1275 in a few days. So, you know, that was a a really solid buy and, you know, that's a property that he's going to see appreciation in as well. So, so yeah, there's also some kind of outlying areas of Franklin Township. Wanamaker is kind of a a very farm town feeling area. So there's Mm -hmm. kind of some interesting, very undeveloped areas of Franklin Township as well, which is kind of cool. So we actually have a listing out there right now and, you know, there's a cornfield that surrounds it and not much else. So you still kind of have, have that feel down there too. So for people that want to build or, you know, there's, there's definitely a lot of development opportunity as well, I think in, in Franklin township. So I I like that one. I think it's a good one, really solid area. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, there's some, most of these, uh, every township is center, you know, as you get to the edges of them, the outer edges of them, you get in some rural areas. Indiana, Indiana has a lot of farmland. And while we don't see corn growing in center township, we probably see a little growing in 
most of the other townships, at least on their edges. <laughs> and that's that's why, again, Indianapolis is, you know, considered to be such a, a good place to invest because if you're looking to buy, to invest in Indiana, Indianapolis is, from a population standpoint, far and away, your best bet. So thanks, Devin. I appreciate you jumping on here. I, I really appreciate the time and, and your expertise and getting to know a little bit more about Indianapolis. Absolutely. This was this was fun. It's a good exercise for me to to go through so I can give the best information to to pass along to our investors as well. All right. So we hope everyone's picked up some information that will help them in their investing. We'll be back in two weeks with another podcast. In the meantime, we encourage you to share this podcast with your investing friends, leave us a review, and please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions. Until next time, thanks so much for listening and please stay invested in your investment.